What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, the movie hangout show from Apocalypse Movies. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and welcome on this wonderful Tuesday to join us for Apocalypse Now, like I said. And I'm going to go ahead and introduce the rest of the crew today before we jump into the specifics. Of course, up here with me, hanging out at the top of your screen, I have Gio Ramos. What is up, Gio? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, you know, if I'm being honest, I, I feel like a new man, okay? Like, I got a – the Mac is set up. I got my gamer chair here with this fancy, bougie pillow right here and uh, this beautiful blue microphone with a stand uh, donated by uh, Jake. Uh, it's a good time right now, fellas. That's awesome, man. And you just did something pretty cool. Do you want to plug it real quick? Yeah, uh, if you guys will let me, absolutely. Um, on my channel, uh, the Fandom United podcast, I just did an interview with uh, Mr. Sean O'Connell, who is the author for the upcoming book, released the Snyder Cut, got a lot of great discussion in that 30-minute video, uh, talked about the movement, the release of Snyder Cut movement, uh, talked about film journalism, a little bit of sports. Uh, it's on my channel. You guys, I'd be happy if you go uh, check it out there. And uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a new high for me on this uh, podcasting journey. And I'm incredibly grateful. Awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely go check that out. Gio, you did a good job, man, for like being your first time. Uh, of course, we have Brian Avalicino, the hero, the teacher. What's going on, Brian? The hero? I yeah, you're, you're teaching during this pandemic, not in person, but still virtually. I get to sit at home. Hey, is it? I, I feel. I feel like Brian is is is. This is really teaching for me. I'm trying to hype you up, man. Come Bro, on. I feel, I feel to... like Brian is more of not so much teaching, but essentially telling the kids, "Shut the f up. I'm doing what I want to. You do what you. I tell you to do." No, I wouldn't say what you got to do. I mean, I wouldn't say. I'm just. I'm. I'm totally just playing around. I wouldn't say teaching. I. I am providing the fun <laughs> so that nice. way it distracts from the daily. Look, Brian, you're helping a group of youth get through these hard times. You're a hero. That's yes. No? Thank you. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, teaching that's yeah. strong word. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a very strong word. Well, I, I guess I'll never try to hype you up again, Brian. Well, no, 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 no. I'm just good. Cause I finished Light of the Jedi. Ooh. Onto, onto a test of courage. Did they release multiple at once? Yeah, they did two. Oh, wow. I'm they like two halfway books. through Light of the Jedi. I like it a lot. Actually. Almost done. Almost it's, done. The audiobook is so good. This is the best audiobook. It even has like score music to it. And which one? Or which which book? Light, Light of the Jedi. I thought you hated Mark Thompson. I'm saying the like well done like the production well, the part pro of yes it. thank you Jake the pr the production of it is fantastic like the Nile like when they get pumped up like they have like stop it stop 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 don't no, it's spoil, not spoil. I'm it's still not on chapter uh, ten well so. Mark Thompson is part of the production of he does all those voices too you know like no but I'm talking I'm just talking about the score my Tharta <laughs> that I tell the kids <laughs> that all the time. Um, All right. Well, last but not least, yeah, Jake, why, Berlin. Why? Jake Berlin is here too. If you guys didn't, you don't, know. you don't need to make that resolution. It's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Uh, we're here. We're here to talk some. I'm I'm excited about today's show because we're finally talking about new movies. 
Um, it's it's been a very very long time on this channel and a lot of a lot of other channels um we haven't been able to talk about movies like this and we've talked about these movies in the past in a sense of oh they just got delayed again but now while they might get delayed again speaking of that they very well could get delayed again but um they are coming nonetheless and so i'm excited to talk about them no that's a good point i was actually excited all day to do this show because it kind of feels normal a little bit even though we might not see most of these movies come out anytime soon but let's just pretend that we will for now just because we want to enjoy this conversation um before we get to the normal uh the movie watching challenge we're going to tell you guys a little bit about a little channel update that we got going on not much is changing but we had a a team meeting we're going to peel behind the curtain a little bit here and we kind of came to the conclusion uh jake had this good idea and we all talked about it and discussed it and decided that we believe that you know we want to put out a quality show at least once a week and we decided that we're going to cut apocalypse now down to one show a week every tuesday and it's going to well we'll see, it's going to stay on tuesdays for now until further notice but it's going to actually we're going to aim for an hour and a half long show so you're not necessarily getting less of us we're going to do a long show every tuesday we're going to put all our eggs in that one basket for this show and give the best show possible and that's including all of our normal stuff that we do the movie watching challenge talking news playing games trivia movie drafts all those fun things we're going to do it all on this one show and it's going to be longer and it's going to be live um, as opposed to the pre-recorded uh, second Thursday show. And we got some new stuff coming, some stuff that you guys already know about, some old stuff we're bringing back. So, Jake, you got any comments on this, man? Yeah, uh, you know, Jacob, you had mentioned about going behind the curtain. The fact of the matter is, for for our viewers, uh, you, you guys who had watched the Thursday premiere episode, um, you probably noticed that we were all wearing the same thing from the Tuesday show. <laughs> and that was a, a just a thing of we recorded the second episode as soon as this episode was done on Tuesdays. And sometimes if we went too long, we were recording until 10 PM, nine 30. And for us who work, we, we get up early, we're working and it's tough. It, it was kind of, it was kind of hurting us a little bit. Um, it, we, we could tell within our videos that there were some times where we were a little tired or there was some yawning going on. And, you know, we just thought to ourselves, well, why put ourselves in, in a situation where we're not going to succeed why not like jacob said put all of our eggs in one basket go 90 minutes have fun um and, and do just a bit a little bit of a longer show uh and, and quite frankly like as much as i love the the two times a week the thursday episodes were recorded to record stuff that wasn't news related and, and it was just kind of like a ranking video or a review of something and and not that it wasn't relevant but it was it was something that was just to fill a space to have a second show that week. Now we can really make one show the best possible thing it can be. Um, I think that we all came to agreement and we're very, very excited about it. Yeah, I'm very happy with the decision. And that doesn't mean you're only going to see us once a week. We, we, As we talked about, we have Marvel Rewind that we're, that's already started and going to continue this upcoming Friday. Um, and before we talk about maybe some of the other stuff we might be doing, uh, Brian, uh, do you have any thoughts on this, man? 
you just threw it at me. You're not expecting. Well, I was going to say Brian and Gio, but then you guys would have uh, been like, "Go ahead, Gio. Go ahead, Brian." So I just decided. Uh, to yeah, we've done that for the whole show. <laughs> no, I mean we've got. There's. I mean, it's not like we're disappearing. There's. I mean, yeah. Gio has his own show. Jacob has your stuff. Jake and I have uh, a certain point of view. Not to mention Apocalypse. We have casting table. We still have. Uh, the Fandalorian Club when that Fandalorian when Bad Batch comes back in March we have Wandavision so it's just I mean you're you're gonna see us twice a week no matter what because there's gonna be a Marvel slash Star Wars show mm-hmm. or content going on all year long at some point and to be exactly. honest it's not as fun filming without you guys actually there and, and yeah it we we like the live aspect exactly we we like the live aspect it's not the and, same and commenting and you know we watch on the Thursdays but it's not as fun. And sometimes people are watching the Thursday episodes thinking it's live. So why not just do an episode live and you guys can hop in and, and talk with us? It's just much more fun that way. Well, and that's the thing. Like before we used to review stuff on Apocalypse Now. So let's say maybe we will be reviewing WandaVision on the Thursday episode or whatever, you know, the second episode of the week. And now we just have a show for that. So we're going to it's it's not it's actually a good thing. This is it's going to be awesome. We're not going to limit ourselves to just an hour on Tuesday, so it should be cool. Gio, you excited for this, man? Yeah, you know, change is good. I know it's uncomfortable sometimes, it's scary, guys, but trust me, this will work for the better. I think uh, you're going to like the way we do our content now going forward. Uh, an hour and a half, just to hang out, kick it. And uh, yeah, talk movies. Uh, but Rachel, you you gotta say this this pro- produced show is way better than it was produced way back in the day. It's it looks a hell of a lot better than it did six months ago. I'll tell you. <laughs> no, no, it's funny is that your overlay is wrong. Technically now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's fine. I didn't get to ch- I didn't get to change it. For it's more for the Streamlabs up top, okay. guys. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and to be completely honest. The main reason why it's still happening on Tuesday is because of Jacob. Because <laughs> I want to be able to say Tuesday Newsday. Yeah. That's the main reason. It, that was probably on. his number one concern in our discussion was keeping. Exactly. Yeah, Tuesday just say, just for a saying. A thing. Yeah. yeah. So very, very accurate. Um, well, was there anything else we wanted to add for now, or uh, is that pretty much it for for the time being? You guys aren't getting rid of us. We're not going anywhere. We're just uh, we're making things a little bit better and, and more suited for us as a crew. It, it fits us better, and um, we're going to put out even better content than we were before. So For sure. Yeah. And we're going to keep uh, keep it up with those casting tables. Shug? With those casting tables as well. We, we love doing those. And a, a we'll lot get of- to that one. We'll get to that. Oh, a lot of people don't do those on a regular basis. So I'm excited. Uh, Brian, to touch on this. Yes. uh, Keith, actually, he has four kiddos at home and he works long hours. Um, He is a very hardworking gentleman. And the second he gets home, he hops on here. Uh, He just works a little bit later than we do. He will be here. um, And just to tease something, there's actually something specific coming with him. Uh, here in the near future that we are very very excited about to get him more on the channel yeah he we start he literally gets off at seven yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then drives home and yeah and, and immediately gets off. Just walk in the door and then turn on the camera yeah. you gotta settle in especially when you have kids so keith is 100 percent. and that's also another reason kind of why we pushed an hour and a half that way he can at least get an hour yeah at least hop on and speaking of that do we want to so keith is part of the movie watching challenge coming up. Do we want to wait for him? Well, you just that? gave it away. 
he's part of it. I mean, I nope. I already got his got an answer of what he wants, so we can go ahead as planned. All right, well, let's get to it. If you guys don't know what the movie watching challenge is, it is our segment here on Apocalypse Now, where we challenge each other to watch movies because that's one of the best things about being a film fan is giving recommendations to your friends and. The best thing about this is, is we're making each other watch these films. So every week, somebody new gets challenged, and they get to choose whether they choose a random number to select the film or put up a poll for the viewers to vote on that film. And those films are selected by the other four members of Apocaflix. So Gio was challenged this past week, and he was challenged The Raid 2, which is a film that Jake chose. So before we get to the next challengee, they're going to discuss that film. All right, man. Come All right. Give me the good news. Okay. So, Give me the good news. Uh, let's see. The Raid 2. A <laughs> lot of hype going into this movie. I was a big fan of the first movie. Gareth Edwards directed. He returns to direct this one. And uh, it lived up to the hype. Absolutely. This movie is insane. It's so good. I, I And you know what? I had my you know concerns about it because the first one is just so damn good so if anybody doesn't know what the raid or raid 2 is i tried to find the best way to describe it and the best way that, that i could describe it especially this movie the raid 2 is imagine the fighting of john wick with the departed as far as story goes and that's all i'll say Okay. So, so you think so you think that the what well, and I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you sure. think that the John Wick movie fighting is up to par with what the raid puts out? No, not at all. I'm just trying okay. to find okay. the best way okay. to explain just, just it. making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. I was about to have a heart attack. No, no, no. To, to mainstream audiences, I was like, okay, what's a movie with a lot of good fighting that's almost close to the raid? And let me tell you, the fighting, okay. The thing about the first movie, it was it was a confined setting, right? It was uh, these police officers fighting their way out of this uh, drug lord's house. Um, and, skyscraper. Yeah, yeah, skyscraper. And this one, take the best parts about the raid, and they're out there in the real world. I mean, some of it does take place um, in a prison, which is just incredible. I right, think about uh, Batman Begins early on when Christian Bale's in that prison, and he he's fighting all those prisoners. No, the raid does it. 10 times more insane it's so crazy the fighting sequences will give you adrenaline like you'll feel like you're having red bull injected into your veins as you're watching this because you're just like yeah i want to see more and it's so damn good uh there's characters in here that i absolutely loved one guy has a baseball bat and a baseball and he's just using it like you wouldn't believe there's another girl with hammers it's just the fighting is insane if you're a fan of action flick fight choreographies excellent camera work you're gonna love the raid too i absolutely enjoyed it it was i'm not gonna go spoilers because i really want you guys to watch it there was a character who returns in this movie from the first one they found a way to bring him back they gave him some personality i was all in for it the raid 2 and the raid must see action flicks especially if you're looking forward to mortal Kombat this year which I'm going to talk about later the raid and the raid two. Absolutely loved it. Great job, Jake. Again, we know each other with, with this man. We, we just, I feel like we have a connection, dude. It was, I, I know what, I know what kind of movies that you like. 
Um, and it's partly because you challenge me to very similar esque movies. Um, I do want to. I, I have two things to say. One, what was your favorite fight? It has to be the kitchen fight. I, I was hoping it has that. to be the kitchen fight. Okay, uh, mild spoilers. There's an incredible fight sequence in the first movie. In the first movie between uh, the Mad Dog character and the good guys. This one upped it. It it's better. I just don't know. It's insane. It, I, the choreography of it's these movies so insane. and how they move is absolutely incredible. Um, Eco 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 U Waves is the mm-hmm. main character. Uh, this guy is incredible. What he's able to do as far as action goes. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also an and and the one of the other guys in the movie is called his name is Joe Taslam. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually playing. Um, uh, oh my god. Uh, Who's the ice guy in Mortal Kombat? Oh, Sub-Zero. He's playing Sub-Zero Mortal Kombat. Yes. Um, and so that's a big deal because it's fighting ability. Oh, yeah. uh, but I wanted to say that if you love these movies, for anybody who has seen these movies, there's a movie on Netflix that is very similar to The Raid. Um, it has Eco Uways. It has Joe Taslam. It has a couple others. Um, I actually might like it a little bit more than The Raid movies. It's called The Night Comes For Us. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's subtitled. It, it, they're in a different language, um, but the fighting is so raw. It is so real. Um, it's incredibly violent, uh, and they have moments in that movie that may be, just be as good as this one. Um, they're on par, possibly even better. Joe Taslam is the lead in that movie, not Eco Uways. Um, but yeah, I'm pumped. I'm I'm really happy that you liked it because. I, whenever one, whenever someone comes to me like, oh, I'm looking for a good action movie, it's hard to get them on the raid movies because some people don't like subtitles. They don't. But yeah. for me, they kind of enhance it because it, it's like the movie in its true form. Um, and so to hear someone come back and be like, yes, this movie is everything it was supposed to be, everything I've, I've heard it should be, uh, it's, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. Yeah, unfortunately, I did watch the English dub version. Oh. So just be careful. <laughs> okay, that threw me off a little bit. But my God, is this? Yeah, it was still good. good. Still good. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Perfect. All, All right, right, guys, come back in. Everyone back in. What did we switch? <laughs> that got me pumped up. I need to watch those movies immediately. Um, are they are they on a streaming service or got to pay to rent them? That's for you. They were on Netflix. Um, they were. They were. I had to go through Xbox. A uh, lot of stuff is leaving Netflix these days, so uh, it's going to be difficult. Hey, I don't mind paying to rent it, but if it's on a service that I already have, I'd rather just watch it. Yeah, definitely. Um, Awesome. Well, Keith was challenged this week, which which I kind of spoiled for you guys. And Jake, what did he choose to do? Uh, He wants to go to a fan poll. Yeah. Um, And so Brian's going to take care of revealing the movies. But just so you guys know, for all of you who are watching, the poll is already up. It posted about eight minutes ago. Nice. So you can go on our YouTube page under community tab, or it should be on your subscriptions if you're on a mobile device. Um, and just go ahead and vote for which movie you think you should watch. But Brian, uh, controls yours, sir. All right. So the movies that everyone gets to decide between for Keith are Awake, Don't Breathe, Don't Breathe. I love you, man. And rear window. So 
Man, that is a a very like diverse bunch of films. They're all very, very different movies. Yeah. Keith got challenged, Kylie. Keith got challenged. Yeah, Keith did. He's not here yet. Maybe he'll hop on a little bit here with us. But yeah, but at least that's good because he doesn't, he gets to find out later. Like we didn't have to reveal the movie right now without him here. So yeah. So if if you see one of those four that you want to vote for, Head on over to Pockflix community tab and it's the poll is a there. Yes. So uh, he has not. He has not. Uh, these are all I yeah. double checked with him to make sure that he has That's seen. He has point. not seen everything. I did wonder that because I know he wants to watch some of these movies and I'm like, hopefully he hasn't watched them since then. You know, I, yeah, I, I sent him a big list. I was like, just send me back what you haven't seen. And he sent me like one back that he hasn't seen. I was like, well, <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. I know. We need to update that late uh, list because you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not updating, I'm not updating any of that list because let's be honest, I'm gonna probably no to everyone. No, them. we don't. We don't need. We don't need movies for Brian to watch anymore. It's just the rest of us. Yeah, Brian's let's, Brian's let's, list is all red. Like we'll bring up the list one day. It's all all the decades and just add a bunch of movies from each decade, like the top fifty movies from every decade. Yeah. Boom. I have my handy dandy uh, movie bucket list scratch off too. So. <laughs> Those are already probably all on there. Hey, we got to keep the pattern. Like uh, somebody else, Brian. Somebody else, Brian. Well, somebody else, what are you Brian. talking about? You and Jacob just broke the pattern. Oh, well, I wanted to pick Keith because Keith hasn't been picked in a minute. So, you know, fair. Read the, read the chat. <laughs> oh, I saw it. The messenger. Yeah. But then Brian controls who gets challenged every single time other than himself. I'm fine with that. He'll change it up. I know he'll change it up. Yeah, I don't pick the same people. Um, or bro- we could just make it, you know, Brian attached to every challenge that's not him. So no, I don't have that much time. So Brian, do you know what day of the week it is? What are you talking about? Tuesday. What day of the week it is? Oh God, you mean your it's Tuesday, Tuesday news day? News day, and we actually have a news story to discuss. So let's go to Jake with the news. Yeah, we only have one big piece of news uh, to talk about uh, today because we do want to get to our most anticipated movies. But this is a big one. Uh, it's a it's a big question we've had um, for the last number of months, and it finally got answered. And that is that Deadpool three has officially been confirmed by Kevin Feige himself that it will take place inside the MCU and it will be rated R. They will be keeping the character as he has been the last number of movies, um, as he was in the comics. Uh, and that currently it's being uh, written by Lizzie Molino Loglin and Wendy Molino. They are the writers for Bob's Burgers. Uh, the script is being overseen by Ryan Reynolds himself. Kevin Feige basically came out and said, yes, Ryan is overseeing the character. He knows the character best. He's played the character. He's been the character for the last however long. He is the one overlooking the script with Kevin Feige, with others. Um, but it's officially coming. They're not expecting to shoot until next year which means that it could end up being released either fall of 22 or early 23. Um, so don't expect to see it soon, but it is set in the MCU. It will be continuity correct with all these other characters, which leaves open a number of great doors for the MCU going forward. Thoughts. I don't know why everyone is so surprised. Like, I don't, I don't know if it was so much the, the surprise factor, but the fact that it's finally been confirmed, like, I honestly was starting to get annoyed with all the people that were like, they're going to ruin Deadpool. And I'm like, chill. Mm -hmm. Like they plan their stuff out for, how do you not trust them already? 
Exactly. Like, like they they already had like two to three years worth of stuff planned before they bought Fox. Like they're not just gonna go like, all right, let's just throw Deadpool in. And it like and even the I want to say the creator of Deadpool was starting to get a little snippy and nasty with it. Rob Rob Liefeld. Yeah, and he was starting to be like, well, they're gonna and I'm like, you've had they've had the property for like um not e barely even a year. Chill, chillax. So so now everyone can take a deep breath. Deadpool's coming. They obviously we're not going to just throw Deadpool in just so that way they can get another movie in there. Like, like honestly, like it kind of like ruined Deadpool's excitement for me hearing all like the complaints and people about it. And I'm just, at this point, I'm just, when I heard, it, I was like, okay, uh, screw that, Brian. Don't let them do, you know, how many people give me an earful about the Snyder cut and Mars. Well, it's like, not just that. I'm just like, I'm tired. Like to me, it reminded me very much of like star Wars where sure. it was like, negative, negative, negative. And I'm just like, take it or leave it. Nobody and, has patience. Nobody has exactly. Patience. I was, so I'm like, I would much rather wait Ha uh, for whatever, have them plan out some fantastic story to put him in there. I mean, maybe, maybe they want to do he him killing the Fox universe. They can't just immediately do it. They, like they can't. They, it, it would make zero sense. It's been guys. I I deserve to run a casino or something if they actually decide to kill the Fox universe. I mean, you weren't. The first <laughs> oh. on, I I said it on this channel. Yeah. You did a so fast a long time ago, yeah. And so. oh my goodness! Real quick, before everybody else starts talks, I wanted to get to Brian's comment here. I'm hoping for opening scene for Deadpool three is the Deadpool with Mickey ears and said, "Oh, we're bought by Disney," and someone whispers saying that you can curse, and he says, "F yeah." Um, I mean, it's a great way to break the ice. That's there's gonna be a ton of that. There's gonna. Could be you imagine the lo the the Disney logo? <laughs> I mean, I know Marvel movies don't have Disney logos, but the Disney logo. And then Deadpool's the first thing that pops up and he goes, F you or something. And then they just go on with the movie. I, I have him and I'm hoping what he does. You made me think of is remember the old Disney Channel shows where they used to like they take draw the, the ears, uh, yeah. draw the Mickey ears. Have him do that with his sword. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're watching Disney Channel. It's like <laughs> I would die. Well, if you guys remember the first image that Ryan Reynolds uh, put on his uh, social media page after uh Fox was bought by Disney was him getting arrested mm -hmm. outside of Disneyland. Uh -huh. And so they, uh -huh. they have to play that in yeah. the, into the movie. Yeah. I oh, can't wait for the marketing. Cause we, we know what the marketing is like for Deadpool. It, it's all got to take place at Disneyland, right? All of it. Like, <laughs> That'd be I mean, hilarious. Like you just shoot a bunch of that marketing criminals inside crazy. Disneyland with like kids the, and like on the, the final <laughs> battle scene is in on in Disneyland. <laughs> Gotta be. I freaking love this man. This is the best of both worlds because they were just getting going on Deadpool. Like they had two major hits. Whether you like the movies or not, they were financially successful and huge big hits for R-rated films. And before, I believe before Joker, they were the highest grossing R-rated films of all time. Uh, it was Deadpool. Went Deadpool and then it went Logan. Yeah, but the, the first Deadpool, and, I believe. And then, yeah, so Deadpool, Logan, and then Joker in that order. Yeah, so, but now Joker is. Well, Joker yeah, I mean, like, they, they all beat out each other. Is what yeah, I'm yeah. Um, oh, you mean that's, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. see what you're saying. Uh, but I love this because I did not want, I was not ready to lose 
Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. That would have been brutal to have it taken away they from. We're like, never so going to lose him. No, I know, but that's the thing. Like, it was still a possibility. It, it really there was. was like, like that would have been a possibility but i'm just so happy to finally hear it confirmed <laughs> yes just, i'm telling you there's no the possibilities there yeah. i i just can't wait like it's there's so many things they can do with it and i i'm just so happy because the first deadpool is in my top 10 favorite comic book movies of all time and i love ryan reynolds edition of the character so i'm stoked for this yeah, next year will be uh, next month will be five years since the first movie released in 2016 yes. in February. And give me some Spider-Man and Deadpool. Give me some Blade, some Blade and Deadpool. No, oh, oh, yeah. I want, I, sorry, I want Daredevil and Deadpool. That's what I want. Hey, yeah, I'm down for that too. I'm Charlie I'm, Cox says Daredevil. I'm down for him to interact with pretty much anyone. I, I want Team know. Red. I, I really want Team Red. That's why well, then you have the first Spider-Man there too. I, I want Spidey. I want Daredevil. I want uh, Deadpool. I want Team Red on screen together at one point or another. I think it'd be great. Um, and real quick to this, uh, I Brian, I think that the opening credits will actually be him killing the Fox Universe. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I think the opening credits will be. That, that would that be would, yeah. I would like that more than the whole movie because he because he has the time device. Yep. Remember the last time we saw him, he has the time device. So, yeah, or, or the, I guess I guess now we can call it the multiverse device. Technically, do you guys think another that, universe. Do you guys think that the something that happens in this whole uh, multiverse incident, or there's like a multiverse arc going on coming up soon? Do you think that is how Deadpool ends up in their universe, or they're just going to say he was always there? I think yeah, I think he's going to put himself in this universe with the device yeah he'll probably just put him and I, I think he's gonna be like f this universe i don't want to be a part of it and he's gonna go around killing he's everybody. gonna go he's back it. in time and and just like erase the fox universe i think he's gonna destroy his universe because he doesn't like his universe nobody likes him he's not welcome anywhere he's done so many bad things and then he's gonna get wrapped up and be caught up in these this universe somehow yeah it's gonna be dope it's I, gonna I be hilarious it's gonna be so effing funny yeah geo are you excited for this man or did you expect this uh, I was expecting Disney to eventually get into the R-rated business of comic book movies. I mean, there's no way that you could just you know ignore it or downplay it. R-rated movies are successful. Look at Joker, Logan, and others. John Wick. Uh, but yeah, uh, but the 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 concern was would de- would would uh, Disney do it? You know, would they put their you know, they had a formula that was working for the longest time. Would would they go into R-rated territory? And looks like they are. And you know, they have plans with. You know, I'm pretty sure Blade will be R-rated as well. Um, I'm sure Moon Knight will be pretty heavy too. I think they're going to put together this really weird, rambunctious team with Moon Knight, Blade, Deadpool. Maybe it's going to be like a dark universe type. Yeah, it's going to be. But but I don't even know like. It's it's they're gonna not dark, but it's like, almost it's almost like they're gonna create the Netflix grounded universe with their own characters in the MCU. You see what, like you see what I mean by that? Like the kind of more street level heroes. I mean, you could easily do that with the Netflix style characters of Punisher and. Well, I I know, but maybe they don't want to use those to recreate what they did on Netflix. And no, but I'm saying like those styles. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So. I mean, could, could you guys see Deadpool going to Disney Plus after they do a, a movie? 
Because they can only oh, dedicate so many movies to the Well, to they're the also doing that new... Um, that's what, only across... That's only... Uh, that's not a country run. Yeah, uh, but aren't they doing a certain section that's just the Fox stuff, too? So, well, uh, so it's called Stars or Star. Star. Um, Star. And for those who... For Hulu, that's not outside of the U.S., that's the, essentially the the option for Hulu. It's called Star. Okay, so uh, they're gonna dump all Fox stuff on Hulu. Yeah, so that's what people are thinking. Otherwise, or they're gonna create its own. They're calling them what the tab? I think they're calling them or the tile, the tile on Disney Plus where it's Fox's universe or whatever. And then but some movies are already on there, like Logan. Not Logan. Uh, the, I want to say like the Wolverine is on there. Wolverine on Origins. Like they're already on there under the Marvel tab. So oh, there you go. Um, He's, it's already on Hulu right now. But that, but that's because mm. of its previous rights. Uh, that, that's it's it's rights aren't up yet. But Disney Hulu. owns Hulu, so yes. But I I have a feeling that they'll probably put everything together, uh, rather than being like, well, the PG thirteen stuff's over here and the R stuff is over here. They'll probably put They've everything. Also talked there. about doing a section of Disney Plus where you have to have a code to unlock like R rated movies. A parental control. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So which is which is you know it's not I mean it's not bad. If they want all MCU in there, I think they would put. Put it in there somehow. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, any last thoughts, guys, before we move on to our 2021 films? I'm Good for Ryan glad. Reynolds. Um, it's not officially confirmed by Oscar Isaac or Marvel, but the cinematographer came out and said that he is playing him. So take that with what you will. They'll wait on that one. That's that's freaking huge. That's that's as close as to official as you will say it is. It's it's yeah. pretty much happening. It. I mean. That's I'm trying to think like that's the biggest casting announcement we would have heard from Marvel in a while. Well, that's 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 probably the one of the bigger ones uh, with like Mahershala playing Blade, Brie Larson playing Captain Marvel. I'm talking about since, since Comic Con that they have announced. That's probably the biggest one because, I mean, she hulks. She's known, but she's not a list movie star. Um Miss Marvel, uh, who else is around? I'm drunk like right now. Whatever. <laughs> it's but, it's as big of a reveal as Anakin coming back in the Obi Wan series. Could you say that? No, uh, that's a little bit different. I would, I would just say that's it's that is a yeah. It's just it's a huge. It's that a is huge a thing. Like, it's like Christian announcing being cast as Thor type announcement that or or it was like Ch when they announced Chadwick Boseman was going to be. Yeah, it, it was that, like on that level. Yeah, that's that's a pretty big deal. Except it's a TV show, Disney Plus, and the first theatrical. But they're all in the same universe now, anyway. It's so it's be a six-hour event. Um, alrighty. Well, let's get into it. Our most anticipated movies of 2021, and we're gonna kind of uh, reveal these in a very unique way. And Jake, since you came up with it, man, I'm gonna have you explain how we're going to do this. Yeah. I don't want to go one by one and just uh, each talk about the movie and move on. And move. I want to have like open discussions about them. So the way it's going to work is we're going to go uh, all four essentially at once. We're going to reveal a group of movies and we're going to talk about the movies that were announced uh, that were revealed in our numbers. Um, we're going to have an official top 10 by the end of the night. Uh, and uh, we're going to reveal our individual list that'll, that'll equal into a consensus list. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to start off by revealing our 10 through seven. Go around the table. We're going to talk about them. We're going to reveal our six through four. 
go around the table, talk about them three and two, and then one at the very end. Uh, and then we'll talk about some honorable mentions as well. Um, you guys are more than welcome. If you have an official ranking of 10 movies, uh, just join in with us, reveal them as we go. Um, and I'll, I'll leave up, I'll, I'll leave the pointing around to go to Jacob, but that's kind of how it's going to work. Uh, I just want to be able to have open discussion rather than Geo going, him talking about his movie, and I'm in an eye happening. Like, I want to be able to talk about these movies together because we haven't talked about a lot of them together in a very, very long time. And why not start the year off right? Hey. Awesome. So just to be clear, so if I if I go my 10 through 7, we're going to talk about all four of those movies right now, like, basically? Yes, and, yeah, so, but but you aren't just going. All four of us are going, and we're like, okay, what uh, are we going to talk about I first? See. I see. Okay, okay. Well, um, cool. Well, let's just – I'll go ahead and go first, and we'll go to Geo, Jake, then Brian for the 10 through 7. All right, so uh, – and then we'll talk about honorable or the 11 through 15 later. Yep. Kind of like as honorable mentions. All right, cool. Okay. So I, this is tough because look, these lists were the hardest I've ever done for a reason because there's, there's so, so many, many movies here pushed into 2021. I could not believe it when I was putting this list together. Like movies that didn't even make my top 15 would normally be on my top 10 list. It's insane. So I'll go ahead and go with my 10 through 7. Uh, so my number 10, oh, I can't believe it's at number 10. It should be at number 11, but whatever. Number 10 is Halloween Kills. Uh, my number 9 is The Suicide Squad. My number 8 is Black Widow. And my number 7 is Mission Impossible 7. These lists are going to be so different. I'm so Geo, How about your 10 through 7, man? Okay. Would you say Mission Impossible 7 is at number 7? Yeah. Shame on you. <laughs> hey, I didn't plan that. It just ended up... I, Dude, it's because there's so many movies. That's why. It should be higher. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, number 10 is the Mortal Kombat reboot. Number 9... I'm surprised how low this is. Fast 9. Number 8, A Quiet Place Part 2. Number seven, Mission Impossible Seven. Wow! Shame on you. Hey, we just wanted the seven hey. to match up, Geo. I think that's what it was. No. Right, Wait till you see these movies. <laughs> um. All right. My number ten is Godzilla versus Kong. Uh. My number nine is Black Widow. Uh. Eight is Cherry, the Russo brothers film. Oh, nice. And number seven is Eternals. Awesome. Brian, you're 10 through 7. My my list is so typical of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is. I look at yours, I go, I could have made this up for Brian myself. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't be ashamed. Love um, No, you're gonna hear mine and go, yeah, it's pretty right. It's not very diverse. Uh number 10 for me is a quiet place too. Uh nine is Mission Impossible Seven. Eight is Godzilla vs. Kong. Uh and seven is No Time to Die. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So hmm. hearing these, I'm like, how are these on all of our lists? Like, how are these so low? Like, what's above them? But I'm excited to find out. All right. What. So what's one movie we want to start off by talking about? So well, hold so on. Chuck, we're making the list as far as what is currently scheduled to Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is I probably about 85% of these movies aren't gonna even come out, but Hopefully, the, if these movies come out, this is what we're at. Well, one's for sure coming out. Look, but. Chuck, I agree with that concern, but like, we didn't want 
that those worries to take away this joy of having this discussion, you know, like it's, we still want to do this as our most anticipated films. And we're just be, trying to be positive and hope that we get these movies. So what, was there a film that was listed on a lot of our 10 through sevens? I mean, Mission Impossible 7 for Jordan. I heard Mission Impossible 7 like three times. I think all four of us said it. No, well, I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Obviously. Uh, Mission Impossible was listed, but I also think that we should probably talk about, um, uh, Do you want to say Mission Impossible Seven for when? Okay, well there might be movies that won't get if discussed it, again, then, and that's that's what I'm saying. So okay. uh, I think Halloween Kills will probably let's not talk about Halloween Kills. Kill. Let's talk about Halloween Kills. That's a good call. That's a good so call. you guys, did you guys all like the the newest Halloween movie? I did. I've never seen one, so I don't. I'm out of this conversation. Um, so over this friend, but you guys go ahead. That's because <laughs> you ignore me, Brian. When I say, "Hey, you want me to come over and watch Halloween?" and you're too scared to I watch. Told it, you, I told you, you could. Watch. You just wanted to watch it at that second. Um, no, I wouldn't. I wanted to watch the original with you one time, but whoa, Geo, we're gonna get into a debate here about Halloween. Do it. Do it. Look, that I look. I still love the first Halloween. Is my favorite. First, let's back up a little bit. Back up. Halloween is my favorite horror franchise of all time. Love, and I'm, I guess I'm the horror guy at Apocalypse movies, even though I'm not that big of a horror fan. I love horror movies. Horror. I'm not like that big of a horror fan. But um, I love Michael Myers. I, I watched them as a kid. I shouldn't have, but, um, and I, this new one was really good. I, I really, I think it's the best Halloween movie other than the first one. And, I, I just thought it was awesome. It was got a little bit wild at the end with the doctor and all that stuff, but I still really enjoyed it. It was pretty gruesome. And I love what they did with uh, Lori and her daughter and all that. Awesome. So I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that the movie is really, really good. Um, I just, I don't have it high up on mine. Uh, it's outside of my 15 because I haven't really seen it. I know that there was a quick teaser but I just haven't seen anything. Yeah. I know it's coming. I get it, but it, it, I, I haven't seen anything to be like, okay, well, this needs to be up in my top however long or however many. Most of these I've seen footage for. If I haven't seen footage, it's like a monster property that I've really been waiting for or really wanting. Um, but I do think that Halloween Kills could be one of, if not the best horror movie of this year, if it does come out. Freaking Anthony, Anthony Michael Hall is in this movie. <laughs> no, right? that's crazy um okay any others that were mentioned that we should let you know what, let's talk about cherry because nobody talked about yeah, cherry. probably not gonna be mentioned I, I brought up cherry on mine um this is a really cool movie first of all it's directed by the russo brothers um big big deal you know they're big marvel guys they've done a lot of tv they're, they pretty much crush everything they do but it's starring tom holland as a character who is like this guy who does these multiple things he's a soldier he's a thief He's a, he's a bookworm. He's like, he's all of these things in one. Um, we haven't seen a trailer for it yet. Uh, note on that. Um, Tom Holland actually put out a tweet earlier today saying 114.20, which could very much lead to a cherry trailer on Thursday because the Rooster Brothers re replied to it. Um, but uh, other than that, we've seen some images of Tom Holland as a bank robber, which is super interesting. Uh, he's talked about how how excited he is about the project, you know, reuniting with the Russo brothers. Obviously, uh, the Russo brothers have have done great job with stuff outside of the MCU. Um, and the movie is very much more in line with something like the Winter Soldier than it is like the big Avenger projects, uh, which gets me excited because it's all about the action. It's all about the story. It's all about the characters. Um, and since they left their MCU days, they've produced projects like 21 Bridges and Extraction on Netflix. Now they're finally getting back behind the camera. 
Um, I can't wait to see this movie. I'm, I'm super stoked about it. Yeah, so they're actually directing it, right? They're actually directing That's it. That's awesome because, first of all, I want to see them do something on MCU. And I also want to see Tom Holland, like, not in a big action movie, you know? Even though yeah. he's done a ton of stuff on great stuff on the side but this is like a, a like a lower scale kind of action yep. so i'm i'm excited for it uh all right let's go ahead and move on to our next ones guys we'll find yeah because i think everything else that was mentioned will probably get mentioned again yes exactly um, awesome so we'll just go in the same order um so i'll go so we're doing six through four six through four <sighs> this is this hurts to say because it should be higher but my number six is dune <gasps> the day film dune uh my number five is godzilla versus kong i need that in my life right now and i desperately want to watch it on a movie screen but doesn't seem like that's going to happen i need keith here for this next one my number four is the many saints of newark uh the sopranos prequel and then oh yeah that's it right that is it yep so dune godzilla many saints of newark geo all right, my number six is Army of the Dead, uh, releasing on Netflix. Number five is Dune. And number four is Top Gun Maverick. Awesome. Jake? Shame. Shame. Um, my number six is The Suicide Squad. My number five, and this is Chuck, you're my man, Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho, 100% Edgar Wright. And number four is Mission Impossible 7. Nice. Uh, Brian? My sixth is uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, number five is Spider-Man 3. And four is The Suicide Squad. Spider-Man 3 is this year? Spider it's scheduled for December of this year. Yes, sir. Don't Can't change count. it now, Gio. You missed it. Can't change it now. Don't um, so, so I think now we can talk about Mission Impossible 7. So we can talk about Mission Impossible 7. We can probably talk about Godzilla versus Kong as well, unless someone else hasn't mentioned it yet. Uh, okay, I'm so sure. let's talk about those two for sure. So yeah, let's start with I Mission could, Impossible 7. I could touch on many scenes in New York real quick, but Mission Impossible 7, I, is it crazy to say the last one was the best one? We say that every time they come out nowadays. Yeah, I don't even know bad. which one is my favorite, but I guess fallout just every time that gets better and better and better since yeah. the fourth one and i can't wait for this next one same director same team give me that new mission i can't freaking wait yeah i so it it varies on a day for me it's funny because rogue nation was literally on the television on tnt or whatever rogue nation is so good it, before the show started it was on and i was fin i was watching it while i was getting ready to set up and everything so any given day, it's either Rogue Nation or Fallout. I will say that I had Fallout as my number one film of 2018. Uh, it beat out Infinity War for me. Um, and so, or maybe it was even Endgame. It might have beat out Endgame. Uh, I don't know. One of those years, whichever one it came out against. Um, yeah, I this this movie is, I mean, you guys know how I feel about my, my Mission Impossible. But this one specifically is so different because um, there, Christopher McQuarrie was coming back. He did the previous two. He's now kind of taking the story he had finished, taking the pieces from that, and now starting a two-parter with seven and eight. That's right, yep. Um, and it's going to be essentially one big story. Uh, plus the addition of Haley Atwell, uh, mm -hmm. who plays Peggy Carter in the MCU. She's in these. 
You bring nice. back uh, Rebecca Ferguson as, as Ilsa Faust. You bring back Vanessa Kirby as the White Widow. You have Tom Cruise. You have Simon Pegg. You have Ving Rhames. Um, the possibility of Jeremy Renner possibly showing up. Uh, so. It's like, and plus the stunts they do. I mean, they up themselves every single time. Yeah. It's like the one thing I go for in these movies, but it's not just an action movie. Like the stories are really typically really good, especially as of late. Like the fallout story was really good. Henry Cavill was a really thought out villain. And, and like, you don't get that with a lot of action movies these days. And as big as they go, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I, I give me as many mission impossibles as you want. Give me 50 of these. I don't care. Tom Cruise is inevitable. Um, so yes, I'm all for it. Um, real quick. I, I'd pull the geo. I forgot freaking Shane Chi comes out this year, man. I just saw it in the chat. Uh, I, think I, it was Chuck. I know I, you, you said it on your list. Yeah, it's my number six. Well, I mean, I'm not going to change it now, but I'm telling you, it probably would have been in my top ten if I would have. The list I looked at didn't have it on there, but oh well. Um, uh, uh, Geo, Brian, thoughts on MI7? I'm excited for Haley Atwell. Yeah. She's going to be awesome. Isn't Nicholas Holt also in this movie? Or no? He was, and then I think he had to step out for – for uh, scheduling, he was supposed to be bad, one of the bad guys, mm. and he, he might still be, but I'm I'm not 100 sure if that's happening still. Yeah, but I mean, look, Tom Cruise, and then just the recent audio leaked of him, uh, you know, chewing his uh, production team out because he takes it, he's he takes these movies that seriously. Like it just got me more excited. Like, hey, this is a uh, he's he's been going all in and he's uh, continuing and. Um, Two more, hell yeah! Back to back, bring it on! Awesome. I want Elizabeth Dubecki in this franchise. Really? Yeah, well, she like she would fit. Yeah, I mean, she yeah. was something similar in in Man from Uncle, a little bit more comedic, but she was. In yeah, that. I know, but uh, oh god, I love her. I feel like she was already in a Mission Impossible Seven. Like it just seems like or she, in she a Mission feels Impossible like that type movie. of actress that you would you would see. I know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, so look, Kong vs. Godzilla. I don't. Look, Kong, what was it? Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I was so excited for that movie. And while I love the action and the monsters and every, the action and the fights were perfect to me. But the whole movie, the the human characters, the story, the movie, stupid. I don't care. It's Kong versus Godzilla. I, that is like, this is as big as Batman versus Superman. Like it has, it has that level of like <laughs> the second and i heard like, that I on. On. give me it i need that movie i mean cool if you're talking classic uh people that you've heard of growing up then yeah i could see your analogy working there yeah i'm just excited i love these monster movies there's are just fun when it's not about the humans and it's about monsters but uh yeah, I'm hoping I think I'm hoping they're going to get it right this time with like good balance. I hope so. Well, and I, the reason why I'm so excited about Godzilla versus Kong, you know, the last couple they've had issues with the human story, which is always an issue when you when you think of monsters, but there's one key element to this film. Adam Wingard. He's directing two movies he's directed in the past. The Guest and You're Next. Yep. He's directed both of those. Very horror 
right? Very horror, but also centered on characters. Very character-driven stories in both those movies. Um, he also did the Blair Witch movie, um, the the most recent one, the which was the sequel that nobody knew about. Uh, I'm pumped because he's a great director. Uh, stepping up to something like this, I think they're going to go big and give us monster carnage and a great human story because there's a lot of people involved, right? Alexander Skarsgård came in. Um, you have Millie Bobby Brown coming back with Kyle Chandler. Uh, you have uh, uh, Gio. You really like her. She's in Baby Driver. She was also in uh, um, Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Isaac no, Gonzalez. Oh, no, Isaac Gonzalez. Isaac yeah. Gonzalez is in this. Um, it's a big cast, so I have a feeling they're going to do a good story on this. I just I hope that's the best of both worlds. I don't isn't um, if isn't the girl the girl's sister who was the mom in the second one? Her sister's in this one. Oh, uh, you're, uh, yeah. So you're thinking of Vera Farmiga's sister, Tysa Farmiga. Uh, she might be, she might be. I'm not sure. I got, I got to look that up. Uh, I do yeah, want to get real quick yeah. to our next, our next reveals. Uh, Brian put up his top ten in here for us. Ooh. So he's got In the Heights, uh, the Lin Manuel Miranda uh, musical. Number nine, Fast Nine. Number eight, Space Jam Two. Uh, number seven, Coming to America. Um, number six, No Time to Die. Number five, Free Guy. Four, Jackass. Four, uh, three, The Suicide Squad. Two, Top Gun Maverick, and number one, Spider Man Three. Let me uh, say something real quick about Fast Nine. Um, okay, so here we go. Here we go. <laughs> no, it's I'm, good you're talking about because it it's not going to be brought up. Yeah, here. I'm, I'm, I'm not as high on on this one. Okay, I don't know about John Cena playing the who playing Dominic Dominic Terrell's uh, brother, um, but. This is we talked about this on like a recent podcast. The fact that this movie was artists. she died. Who died? Vera Farmiga died in the movie. Yeah. And King of the Monsters. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I haven't seen that yet, so spoiler. Oh well, Jesus. Well, whatever. I mean, <laughs> but anyways, Fast Nine. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, I think the one year layoff is gonna really help. Um, because this movie was coming right after Hobson Shaw, which wasn't that well critically received and didn't make as much at the box office. Um, so I think fans are excited to return. These movies are all about family. You, you know, there's going to be some crazy action stunt that is just like so unbelievable, but you're going to love it anyway. I mean, the car swinging from one cliff to the other, and then later on getting picked up by a freaking jet going into space. These movies are going to go into space. And I, you know, uh, Dwayne Johnson, Vin Diesel, they made up off screen. So you're going to see uh, Hobbs back with Toretto at some no, you point. Won't. You're going to see, I'm oh, sure, yeah, uh, will. Keanu Reeves, funny to deny. probably the, the big the big bad guy. Um, it's going to be fun. Popcorn fun. Hey, I mean, I'm, I, I'm excited for this movie. It's in my top 15. It's in my top 15. I, I want to I be excited for this one because uh, – what was it? Is it is it John Chu returning? Right, John Chu. No, uh, oh God, what's his name? Ah, uh, well, the Han character. No, uh, well, yeah, no, the, Han, direct, the, director. the director. Oh, yeah. oh the director. Oh, oh, Justin uh, Lin. Justin Lin. Justin Lin. Lin yeah. Justin Lin returning, which gives me hope for the movie. I just, I, I'm, I hated the last one. I hate oh, the last one was Wait, bad. Hobson I Shaw? could not stand. No, Hobson Shaw was good. No, 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 Worst name of all time. Yeah, they shouldn't. Worst have name of all time. Second of all, what atrocious of a movie. No, second like, worst name. It of is. All time. 
It is so bad. It's it is so sloppy. It is, it's, it's not even popcorn fun. Like I couldn't go into I couldn't go into that movie with two buckets of popcorn and have fun. I couldn't. It's it was terrible. It's just so bad. Um, oh, so hey, Charlie Theron, he's he's not a fan of you. So I I wasn't a fan of her character. I wasn't. Jesus. I, I wasn't, and I'm very interested in seeing how they kind of transitioned into this because it's something very different from what they were going. For. Well, hopefully. Because, you know, F. Gary Gray did something very different with that. Justin Lin's going to kind of bring it back to what they were doing before. Yeah. And if he does, cross my fingers. Because he I did think this going to be good, to be honest. Because it's Justin Lin. And honestly, I don't care. Look, in these movies, I, I bringing John Cena in as his brother is cheesy. But these are the type of franchise where you can do that. That's It looks fun to me. Very, very fun. To John me. Cena is going to have one hell of a year this year. Yeah, he's getting better and better. Um, yes, sir. So you mentioned Space Jam 2, Brian. I am so down for Space Jam 2. I love the first Space Jam. <laughs> the uniforms are atrocious. but that's It's right. just because LeBron James and he's a Laker and he delivered a championship. Oh, LeBron James. I love Space Jam way before I even knew. LeBron James. LeBron James is a pretty decent actor. I mean, uh, and, uh, what was that movie he did? I read Coattails of Michael and everything. Do you, do you remember what that movie was called? I do. Train wreck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, Kylie, I'll get to your top 10 here in a sec, but let's go ahead and fast forward and do our number three and number two before you. Uh... Wait, real quick. Army of the Dead, Netflix, Zack Snyder, one of his best movies, Dawn of the Dead. Now he's doing Army of the Dead. Dave Bautista, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that. I, I want some zombie yeah, I'm down to see that. I'm excited for that Zack Snyder movie. Very the Netflix great. movie, too. I'm down for that. Um, real quick too, I need Keith here to talk Many Saints of Newark, the Sopranos prequel, amazing cast, perfect cast to play the younger version of these characters. I that movie is gonna be awesome. But yeah, let's get to our three and two. And man, this is getting down to the nitty-gritty here. Chuck, what the hell? What Chuck, you need to drop what you're doing right now and watch Top Gun. I'm not joking you. Yeah, you sound, I am not joking you. I just watched Top Gun like what two years ago. No. I was I watched Top Gun for the movie watching challenge like two years ago. It uh Black Adam is currently slated for this year. Whether or not it comes out, probably not. Wait, hey, is it really? I, I thought it was Spider-Man. No, it's but... slated for it's still slated for this oh, year. No, hold on. Have they even started shooting Black Adam? No, it's they it's were. already done shooting Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's gonna move. No, what are they, are they not? No, no they're no, in the middle of filming. Oh, sorry, they're already shooting Spider-Man 3. They haven't started shooting Shame. Black Adam. Shane. Hey. Um you want to bet they've on only that? Had, Jake, they've only had 15 years to film this Black Adam movie. Yeah, right. Y'all talking another year. Look, 11 months is not enough time to make that movie and get it out. I mean, they if don't it, even have the cast right now. They don't even have the entire cast. So let's just move on from a movie that's not going to come out. Um, Yeah, so, all right. My number three is, and look, this should be my number one, but to be honest with you, the delays and waiting for it has lowered my excitement, and that's No Time to Die. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> um, No Time to Die is my number three, and my number two, this might shock some people, my number two is... Mortal Kombat. Hell yeah. yeah. Who is that shocking? Hell yeah. It's not it's not shocking us at all. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not shocking. No, me. I'm saying like I didn't even think I didn't it shocked me. I didn't think it was gonna be number two, but when I really sat down and did it, I did not freaking wait. Like other than Star Wars, you know, Marvel and 
Power Rangers, Mortal Kombat is like one of my favorite franchises. We're going to get to there because I didn't know you were that much of a fan of Mortal Kombat. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about three, it. No Time to Die, number two is Mortal Kombat. Gio, what is your number three, too? My number three is also <laughs> No Time to Die. I swear to God, I'm not making this up as we go. And number two is The Suicide Squad. Interesting. Jake? Shame. Um, number three. Uh, a sequel. I love that I get a pass just because it's like my stuff's usually just so ridiculous that like when I have that, like, yeah. Um, my number three is a sequel that I never thought would come, but my goodness, I'm so damn excited it is, and that is Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danger Zone, baby. Um, and then number two, Wait, that's your number three that's or my four, three, three. Three, three, three. Oh, my dude, my my three is like the heavyweights. It's I mean, it, yours and mine are probably gonna be. Decent. It's like the six. It's like the 2016 Warriors up in this business. Um, <laughs> and number two, I got no time to die. Quite possibly could end up being the most, the greatest James Bond movie ever. Carrie yeah. Fukunaga at the helm. Daniel Craig's final James Bond movie. Yep. Uh, the greatest James Bond actor of all time. Yep. There, I said it. Boom. Uh, super excited. So Top Gun Maverick and No Time to Die. We're gonna get to those movies. Trust me. Oh hell yeah! We're gonna yeah, movies. we're gonna get those movies. Right, Brian, you're three and two. Um, <clears throat> my three is Dune, and my shame. Shame. don't shame. shame my my two is uh, Top Gun Maverick. Thank you. Yeah. I love. So Top said everyone's top what four five. <laughs> I love Top Gun. Okay, so. Since since we're kind of in the nitty gritty of of these movies here, let's let's talk first. Unless, yeah, because it's let's talk about Mortal Kombat because it's yeah. not going to be mentioned by anybody else right now. Um, Jacob had it highest. I'll say that right now. Jacob had it highest. Yeah, unless somebody has it number one. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's talk about this because I'm actually very intrigued by this movie. Um, uh, we know that there's a lot of big name actors inside the movie. And James Wan is kind of overseeing the project, not directing, but he's overseeing the project. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Louis Tan has yet to been announced as a character, but we all think he's playing Johnny Cage, right? Yeah, I'd be down for that. Because they, they have, have, come on, they're not going to make this movie and not have Johnny Cage. They yet. have every major character except Johnny Cage announced. But why, though? I'm curious. Like, because, because Johnny Cage is typically a, a white male. Louis Tan is a badass Asian dude who's going to kick some major ass. Yeah, that's awesome. So what? But why do they? Are they going to reveal it in the film or in the trailer? Maybe uh, they'll maybe. probably do it in the trailer with like, here's Johnny Cage and Louis Tan's going to walk up, or something like that. They they confirmed it's rated R, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, they're Fatalities. going Fatalities. Fatalities, dude. I, I mentioned earlier on the show Joe Tasm playing Sub Zero. Yes. Oh. Yes. Pass. Dude. There's so I mean, you're, you're gonna come out of this movie wanting to play all the video hey, games. No, to I, movies. Th- this is the this is literally the type of stuff that I just I'm not a huge rip them in half. Well, look, that's not why I love Mortal Kombat. Look, I oh, really why not? You pretty much like all the slasher stuff, so well, I'm and I don't like those for the gore either. Look, I don't love Mortal Kombat because of the fatalities. That's cool. Well, but I love Mortal Kombat for the mythology. The mythology is amazing. And there's so many different things that there's so much involved in it. Like there's a um there's a there's a Mortal Kombat TV show that came out like after the movies that was really 
Uh, I really enjoyed it. And there's like different dimensions and things like that. There's different uh, races of creatures and all this stuff. There's a whole, just like Star Wars, there's like a whole mythology behind everything going on in Mortal Kombat. So I want to be mad at it. <laughs> I, I hope that like they can dive into that a little bit on the cert, like on the surface a little bit in this movie. Just make a great movie. I'm, I'm stoked. Dude, the way that fight sequences choreography has grown so much since the 1997 mm-hmm. movie. Wow. And yeah, Ludi Lin from uh, Power Rangers is playing Luke yes. Kang. He's playing Luke Kang. That's incredible. Iwayuki Sonata as Scorpion. You kidding me? So, and then, oh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. sorry. No, and then, and then the dude from Raid as Sub Zero, Joe Taslim. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's. So if, if you guys don't know who Lewis Tan is, um, I do have a recommendation for, for what you should watch. Uh, Lewis Tan was the lead actor of Into the Badlands on AMC. Um, He's he, awesome. He led that show, but he also appeared in a show that currently has one season. Don't know if it's going to be picked up for a second. Um, it does have some cheesy elements to it, but it's really, really big on the Kung Fu and the, and the, and the, the action. It's called Woo Assassins on Netflix. Um, his co-star is uh eco Uwe's from the raid movies um also catherine winnick who played lagatha in vikings is the co-lead in that oh, show no wonder he likes um it. and it's all about this mythology and, and stuff and it's really cool but uh if you want to see who lewis tan really is watch a couple episodes of into the badlands um also you can watch uh woo assassins but just a little information on him he's the son of a uh, a stuntman, a man who has been in the industry for a very, very long time. He grew up on sets watching his dad do this type of stuff. So he's going to deliver something incredible in this movie. Mm-hmm. Cannot wow. run. I'm, I'm super stoked. Obviously, we were supposed um, to get this movie this month. Yeah, we uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about uh, No Time to Die. We've all mentioned it by by now. Let's talk about some James Bond here. Um, I mean, you guys know how I feel about this movie. My goodness, it, this yeah. movie is. You kind of summed it up, and but you forgot Anya de Armas, man. Come on, man. She's. Uh, I don't need to mention her. Well, yeah, yeah. Come on now. She incredible. And Knives Out one might be my favorite, my favorite movie that year. Like she is only getting bigger and bigger. And Daniel Craig, Jake, you said this could be the best one yet, dude. We Probably love as the bad guy. We love Casino Royale. But damn, this movie, like, you know, we were feeling okay about Spectre. This movie, though, especially it being Daniel Craig's last one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Trailers look new director. Um, Carrie Fukunaga came out and said that this is the best thing he's ever directed. He did the first season of True Detective. I mean, like. And Beast of the Nation. And Beast of the Nation on Netflix. Um, They're bringing a different flavor to it. And Rami Malik playing the bad guy. Brian, I know how you feel about some Rami Malik. Uh, he's going to bring something very interesting to this action. character. We had Christoph Waltz back as Blofeld as well. Um, don't know how much. Uh, Ralph Fiennes in there. I mean, it's uh, Leah Sadu's coming back as well with that relationship. Naomi Harris is in there. The guy who played Q, right? The the gadget guy, right? Yeah, Ben, ben Wishaw. Ben Wishaw. Ben Wishaw. Yeah. yeah, like bringing the whole crew back. And look how crazy this is. So it's it was on two lists right it was on 2020 most anticipated and 2021 and it's what in all brian where is it on your list uh for movies yeah it's my number seven okay so it's brian's number seven and it's in our 
Gio, where is it on yours? It's in my, it's my number three. Oh, number three, number three, and number two. Uh, right? Three, yeah. So, yeah. So that's crazy that basically if we were to make a list for both years, it's still going to be like in the top five, no matter what. So yeah. it's, yeah, I can't freaking wait for this movie. I, I really want to watch it on the big screen though. I, that's, and I, you know, it came out that they were going to push it and I hope they save it for this big screen. They yeah. Really- they're gonna have to push it otherwise I care less if they save it for like two years down the road i don't care i want it on the big screen this is one of those times where i might be rooting against hbo max because they're they're trying to bid for it they they want this movie on their streaming i don't know why you got all these other warner brother movies but if we'll this if this goes to any streaming service it's it's amazon prime prime has prime has uh all the other bond movies right so well it's a sony movie right well, yeah, but Sony doesn't. Sony doesn't have a uh, streaming service. Yeah, no, I know. So I'm saying, like, go Disney Plus. <laughs> not gonna go to Disney Plus. Could I'm you like, not? Hey, maybe, but I think it, dude. If anybody could afford to buy it, you know, who are would likely to go is Apple TV. To yeah, be well, Apple. So Apple bought Cherry. Oh, nice. So Cherry is going to be debuting in theaters at the end of February, and then two weeks later, it'll be dropping on Apple TV. Awesome. Was there anything else on from anyone's three and two? Yep. That- we haven't discussed in real quick. To- oh, go ahead. No, no, Gio, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to quickly talk about the Suicide Squad. Um, oh, ever yeah. since- I mean, we definitely have to talk about Suicide Squad. Ever since that DC Phantom footage and just, you know, this movie is just getting bigger and bigger and crazier. R-rated James Gunn, the writer and director of Guardians, doing the Suicide Squad and the characters in here. I mean, you got Polka Dot Man. You got Harley Quinn, obviously, coming back. Peacemaker, who's getting it. His own HBO Max spinoff. The character was that good in test screenings and early footage that they're giving him his own thing. Oh, well, Jared Leto's Joker is apparently in the cast. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, Rick Flagg, uh, Joel Kinnaman, Viola Davis as uh, Amanda Waller, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, maybe King Shark. We'll see. But He's King Shark. Yeah, voice. He's king. You know, it's, it's actually number nine on my list. Probably that was a long time ago. It's number six on my list. I mean, number four well, on mine. Talk about it, guys. Say yeah, something. Look, I, it looks so said, good. The second you said James Gunn directed this, I was already sold, and then you gave me that insane footage from Phantom. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, yes, get give me all of this. <laughs> I, I, this movie could be five hours, and I would not care. I would not care. And it's R rated. And, and yes, and and you know, as look, James Gunn does great Marvel stuff. And he he'll do great Marvel stuff. He always has. Uh, he fits into that universe very well with the properties that they're that he's given. But he's an R-rated guy. He grew up uh, in in the business as a director, as an R-rated director and filmmaker. Um, he fits the build. He produces and he writes R-rated content, and so yep, it fits I mean, him better. I believe uh, Slither's rated R. All his stuff. Slither, uh, super, super. He produced uh, uh, Brightburn. Um, he was heavily involved in that project. Uh, all of his stuff is R-rated. That's that's what he's known for, and so it fits him more that he's doing this type of property characters that lend that type of um, content. Uh, plus, you you put together this incredibly rambunctious group that's about twenty characters long. Um, it's going to be fun, and you bring in char- uh, people that we've seen in other properties, and you put them in this movie. I mean, we get Idris Elba in a, in a Suicide Squad. Now we're getting John Cena. We're getting his brother. Sure, Mark. killing people too. Say it again. Oh, yeah, it said, and they are for sure killing people. Um, yeah, and, and character and deaths. He's bringing oh, his like ten of these characters are going to die yeah. at least. And, the I Suicide mean, Squad. 
Yeah. yeah. It's going to actually live up to that title's name while making it funny and crazy. I'm, I'm so excited for this. That's why it's in my top five. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, do we want to move on to number ones? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me, let me run through some of our viewers top tens real quick. Though, yeah, yeah. We have a couple of them that we all want to go through and I'm going to go back up to Kylie's real quick. So we got here 10 mission impossible, seven, nine fast and furious, nine, uh, eight Ghostbusters Afterlife that is on my list in the back half. I do like that someone mentioned that. Seven, The Suicide Squad. Six, Shang Chi. Um, five, Eternals. Four, Spider Man. Three, Three, Venom. Two, Two, Godzilla beats Kong, and Ooh. one, Top Gun uh, Maverick. Great list there. Love it. Uh, very good list. That, those are those are movies that are going to be making a lot of money this year if theaters open back up. I'm rooting for Godzilla too, Kylie. And someone we know is in Venom, so that's very mm. true um that's a gr- that's a great list that's a great list um all right so we got part is here with his list i'll go 10 to 1 so number 10 spider-man 3 9 the suicide squad 8 last night in soho yes edgar wright thank you um number 7 mission impossible 7 6 no time to die 5 fast 9 4 cherry thank you so much 3 green knight great mention great great mention on that one 2 tom and jerry <laughs> nice. number 1 is hey Partis. Oh, I didn't know there we could include series in this. Shut I mean, it's, it's <laughs> shut your mouth. Oh, get out of here! Boys, season three coming out this year. Hey, I'm calling your internet provider right now. You about to be canceled? Oh my god! Uh, Storm Shadow coming in with his as well. Uh, Ten Snake Eyes, love that mention. That is also coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, nine, The Green Knight. Eight, Red Notice, which is a Netflix film with Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Seven, the Tomorrow War. Hey, the Tomorrow War sounds cool. Well, so uh, a little info on the Tomorrow Wars. It's a Chris Pat uh, future war film. It actually just tested for streamers over the weekend, and it tested so well that people are ve- are like throwing their money at the movie. Um, so we can see that movie pop up very soon. Six, Morbius. Just got pushed back a little bit. Five, Top Gun Maverick. Four, Eternals. Three, Shang-Chi. Two, Mortal Kombat. There you go, Jacob. And nice. number one, Venom 2. Uh, I'm not mad. Hey. I mean, Storm Shadow's been around for a while watching our show. That's that's awesome. I'm not mad Appreciate that Morbius got pushed back. I like that it's in October. You know, whole scary vampire vibe. Oh, Partis, did I did I miss your list? He says, "Uh, did I miss your list somewhere?" Mm-hmm. Put it put it in the, put it in there. I'll throw your list up. Sorry, man. I think I might have missed it. We also uh, got Rachel's top three in there too. Oh yes, I did see Rachel's. I did see. There we go. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, top three. Death of the Nile, uh, two Top Gun African, one Shang-Chi. Hey, Shang-Chi could be a sneaky one, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to well, be awesome. Can I we just say something really quick since no one's going to bring that one up other than me? No, I want to talk about Shang-Chi. Oh. Let's well, talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Did you put well, it on your list? It might be in our honorable mentions. It's, yeah, it was, it was in my honorable mentions. It was in my top ten. Oh. Um, I mean, it's a Marvel kung fu movie. Yeah. Give it to me now. And... uh. I love Aquafina. She's going to be in it. Um, oh, nice. And just, it's, it's... The real Mandarin? Yeah, the real Mandarin. All oh, that. It sounds like they're going epic with this, like the Legend oh, of the Ten yeah. Rings. Yeah, it, and I mean, it's connecting so to... Cool. It's going to connect to the first movie of the MCU. With, All right, man. Yeah. And so, I mean... Have, apparently, I don't know if this is right, but apparently Benedict Wong's Wong is in this movie. I believe it. From yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, that makes sense. Like with all the mystical stuff going on. Um. Also, 
I don't know if you guys um oh are you gonna talk about Fing Fang Foom. No, what's what? Oh no. You're just gonna say the rumor has it that Fing Fang Foom is. Well, Rachel, I wanted to point out your list because Death on the Nile, I'm excited for that. It's in my honorable mentions. I, I'm excited, even though uh, Murder on the Orient Express was a little bit disappointing. I'm excited for Death on the Nile. So what I was going to say about, about Shang-Chi um, is that Flo do you guys know recognize the name Florian Montano? Does anybody know who this guy is? More than likely not. It, it's a name. Is he the? He's not Shang-Chi, right? No. no. So he's playing a villain in this movie. Mm. I don't know if it's the main villain, probably like a secondary villain. He played Victor Drago in Creed 2. Oh, give it to me. Really? Yes. He was great in that movie. Isn't he a like a UFC fighter? He was an actual fighter. He's in this movie as a villain, uh, taking the Dave Bautista route. And uh, Ooh, we could see hey, him pick some major ass. They got him for some badass action. Yep. Nice. Yep. That's cool. That's uh, Chuck, the, that's a, it's been a heavy rumor that Fing Fang Foom is going to be in it. I wouldn't be surprised if they tie it into some mystical lore of it so uh this is in my honorable mentions chuck we would have hey, honorable mentions this would have talked about this and to your next comment below that i'm not going to show it um we're not talking about it just yet because of one specific person on this panel all right let's get to our number ones let's just get to it come on let's just um all right real quick <laughs> can brian or geo guess my number one because i know jake knows it already <laughs> Uh, everybody guess each other's number ones except me because I know everybody's. Geo's is the Snyder Cut. Good job. Um, uh, Jacobs. Jacob pulls some bullshit, so I'm not. It's it's actually really obvious. It's, well, it's so on oh, point. Black Widow. It is so on point for Jacob. Oh, I already uh, mentioned. Black uh, did you? Oh, I was thinking. Who was that? Black Widow, you're, you're forgetting one, you're gonna kill yourself. Who has the most females in it? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> a quiet place. Um, well, I don't want to waste too much time. Yeah, here. don't waste too much time. My number one is the untitled Spider-Man three. Oh, oh now, guys, yeah. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero of all time. He is to me what Captain America is to Jake. I love Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man's my boy. I look Homecoming is actually my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, Do you have a hot toy of him yet? No, but I want I really want to get one though. Why don't remind me? I want the Homecoming one really, really bad. Um, well, not just because this is a Spider-Man movie, but it is part of that's dope. It is part of this uh multiverse story they're telling, beginning with Wanda. That's not confirmed. Yeah, uh, see, that's why I had it low on mine. I well, it's, it's connected to WandaVision. I thought you were going. I thought you were going the, with the other Spider-Man. Sorry, my bad. My bad. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about those. No, no, no. I, I honestly don't even really want that. But whatever. Um, no, I'm talking about how it's connect. How WandaVision, Spider-Man three, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness are telling this story arc of uh, this multiverse story. And I used to think that Doctor Strange was coming out first, but it actually goes WandaVision, Spider-Man three, then Doctor Strange uh in the multiverse of madness and we know dr strange is in spider-man 3 so whatever happens in wandavision is going to lead into a whole mess going on in the multiverse then dr strange is going to step in in spider-man 3 to to deal with that and then it's going to conclude in dr strange in the multiverse of madness that's what i'm predicting so that whole part of it is just amazing and 
but we do know that Doc Ock and uh, and Electro are coming back. That's confirmed, right? That is confirmed by sources outside of Marvel and Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pretty viable. Like it's like the Follow main order variety that type. Like, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look. Bottom line is I'm like Spider Man's my favorite comic book character, so I'm I'm super stoked. Okay, so do you want me to announce my movie and then we'll talk about it later? Or? Yo, like it. We know what it is. Let's just talk about. Yeah, like, anybody yeah. else have Spider Man three on their list? <sighs> I mean, I, I, I had mentions. Because I feel like I feel like I know so little about what it is actually about. I can't give it that much that much room yet. That's hey, are you gonna tell me is Doctor Strange is in it? And just Jake, that's awesome. why it's five on mine and not higher. If yeah, I, I all the other stuff and whatever, if that was all true, all blah blah blah, it'd be probably top. It, three. Exactly. If everything was confirmed, this movie would probably be in my top three. But I feel like the only thing we know of as of right now officially is that it's directed by John Watts. And it stars Tom Holland and Benedict Cumberbatch, and that is it. You could put your money on Jamie Foxx's Electro because he he put something on Instagram and then he took it off. So he's not he, very well, yeah, yeah, but you never know. I mean, you never yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Well, now, you know what? I just realized I figured out. Well, minus yours, I know what yours is and his. We'll find out. Yeah, that, I know what it is. I mean, if you guys know me if you watch this uh, channel the last three years you literally watched it for five you seconds. know about this movie okay uh this movie it's a tv series it, it's a miracle that you know i'm i'm even that I'm, I'm able to put this movie on the list okay like it's just it's been a rough three years and we are finally getting the tr- okay enough of that hey <laughs> Zack Snyder's Snyder's Justice League which all of you are going to watch even those of you saying you're not going to watch you're going to watch it you know why because you just can't help yourself this is the true version this is the Mona Lisa this is the Holy Grail this movie four hours of is this going to be the best movie of all time in your opinion epic event you remember uh, i'm sorry what was that is this going to be the best movie of all time in your opinion if it lives up to what i think it can be you're damn right <laughs> you're damn right and four hours i love it r-rated i love it ben affleck's batman i love it you love it Look, I, I, I will let him I, I, finish. Let him finish. Okay, we got. I'm done. You can go ahead. I, I will. I will say this. I have been. I have been increasingly getting kind of a little bit more excited about seeing the movie, um, just because I do want to see what it looks like um, and, and what the end product is going to be. I'm a little scared that Warner Brothers threw so much money at him to remake it and, and do his vision, but he all. It almost feels at the same time that. He added stuff after the fact that wasn't originally supposed to be there because it almost feels like a last hoorah for him, which is fine. I just want it to all come together. I want it to all come together properly if he's going to be adding all of these pieces together. Um, and I will say this, and I know Rachel put it on Twitter a little bit earlier, but Gio's interview yesterday or today with Sean O'Connell and, and kind of like the behind the scenes of everything also, you know, added a little bit to that as well. 
the conversation between the two of them and kind of getting a different perspective was really helpful for someone who has very much been on the outside looking in for a very long time with it. I still am, but I'm going to be there just as Gio is the first night it's available watching it. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm hoping that it lives up to it because um, the, otherwise the movement, you know, if the movie is like, like, like a, not like a, just a bomb, but like a, like an average movie, like an okay movie, I feel like it would have just all been not, not been worth it. So I hope that it lives up to it. I really do. Gio, hey, I, I just out of joke, out of pure joke. It's okay. Go ahead. If this movie sucks, would you admit it? <laughs> I just love that. I'm trying to think of a of a scenario where this movie sucks. All right. If I don't, yeah. if I personally don't like this movie, will I admit it? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. Again, people think. I think he has to. He runs a podcast now about DC movies. He has to. Yeah, people think that I think that Batman v Superman, the Ultimate Edition, is a perfect movie. No, I've gone in on that several times, especially on this channel. But let me tell you, this movie could give us, if great, could give us so much more. It could finally give us that Man of Steel 2. It could give us Ben Affleck's (laughs) uh, solo uh, project. Exactly. But let me tell you that exactly that that yep. yeah that's a great point. Low. I completely agree with that a hundred percent. Yes, not mm-hmm. even a question. And uh, I mean, if it's not in your top five movies of this year, I just I don't. Well, here's the thing, Gio. It's obviously not on my list, right? But here's why: I respect your decision to call it a movie. That I, no one can tell you what you can put on your list and what you can call a movie. Sure, I personally don't consider it a movie, though. So that's why you're right. It's an event. I am so excited for this. It's an extravaganza. <laughs> I am probably like the second most excited for this after you uh, of our apocalypse crew. I can't wait. I'm stoked. I want to watch it, but I don't consider it a movie because when you premiere something four parts over four weeks that's not a movie it's very fair so if it was a film if they said we're releasing a snyder cut full film all at once on hbo max it would be in my top five okay can i respond to this don't take too much time Uh, yes we do have to move on something i haven't done yet (laughs) (laughs) so look the only reason this is split into four parts is because they're trying to maximize the number of subscriptions on their HBO Max service during the time of the streaming wars. This is very much, this was shot as a movie from the very start of it. The only reason why you're seeing four chapters is not because of some creative decision. It's a money decision. And there is talks of IMAX doing a four hour, uh, you know, uh, a theatrical release for this movie because the fans are asking for it. Let me tell you guys once that's safe to yeah absolutely but make no mistake about it guys this is very much a movie it's a four-hour movie just because they're splitting it into four episodes if you want to call that or chapters or whatever it that is not a creative decision that is financial decision because they were worried way before warner brothers announced the 2021 slate they were worried that people would just use their trial on that four-hour sitting and then leave by then splitting it into four a weekly, maybe six. It allows them to hold on to subscriptions to advertise the hell 
out of HBO Max um, and future content to keep people subscribed. But hey, I I will come on your show as a guest to have this debate if you want, Joe. We we totally can. We're having it right uh, now. Let's keep it going. Um, so let's go to to Jake for his number one. It's no surprise. Um, absolutely no surprise. It, it's te- it's just teed up for me. It's it's a movie that is going to blow the socks off of so many effing people in this world, and that is Dune. Uh, hey. Denis Villeneuve's Dune is going to just blow the doors. Uh, whenever we do say it, uh, I know that there's a lot of contract disputes right now about if, if they're going to premiere it on HBO. Legendary's pushing back on it. Um, you know, it's it's up in the air, which sucks for us who want to see it, but um, I also understand the studio standpoint of not wanting to premiere it on street, especially that type of movie. The movie was made for a theater. It's, if if there's any movie this year that was made for the theater, it's Dune. Um, and so I understand it. But uh, yeah, as far as the film goes, uh, I was blown away by the first trailer. I know a lot of people were maybe pushed back on a little bit. I understand that. Um, but knowing a little bit about it and and seeing it finally and, and really understanding uh, what he is doing as a filmmaker and trying to attempt to do, uh, I cannot wait to see this film. Um, I just think it looks so beautiful. Didn't, I, he hasn't made a bad movie. I, I've liked every single one of his movies, every single one of his movies back from when he first started till now. Um, I love them all. And I think he takes, he takes risks sometimes and does movies that people won't do like Blade Runner. Nobody would have done a Blade Runner sequel. He did it. It, it got incredible reviews, didn't make money, which is fine, but it, uh, people know how good that movie is. Um, also Arrival. Arrival is a movie that not a lot of people, not a lot of directors can successfully make, and he successfully made that movie amazing. Um, and so I, I just can't wait to see it. Plus, the cast is bonkers, like just ginormous. Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac, Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many Rebecca Ferguson. There's so many names in this movie that it's just hard to say them all. Um, and I can't wait to see it all come together. I really can't. I, I'm super excited. Uh, sci-fi stuff is my jam, and this is like the ultimate sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, I, I had it at number six, but I've been getting more and more and more and more excited for Dune. And I'm just, I said this last year when we did this list, Dune is going to be the next huge, great, big movie f- franchise. Hopefully. Hopefully, if it makes money. Like, that's all we need is it for it to make money. It's going to be the next Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. So. It's going to be. So. Yeah, to that point, I think there is a vacancy right now as far as the big sci-fi blockbuster, you know, because Star Wars is doing fantastic on streaming and it'll be some years before we see another one uh, in theaters. And so right now this has the potential to fill that void. And uh, I judging by that first trailer, I'm all in. Hell yeah. This looks on, incredible. Your, on your list, you? Uh, yeah, it's set number five. Okay. And Brian, was it on, it was on your list, right? Number three. All right, cool. Any thoughts, Brian, real quick before we get to your number one, I will not watch this movie if it's not in theaters. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, Agreed. I agree with him. I agree. So, um, all right, Brian, what is your number one? I'm actually, I don't have time to think about Too it. Too easy. Oh, duh. I know. <laughs> Chuck. I know. You know, I wasn't going to leave you hanging there. The Eternals is my number one. Nice. I cannot wait for this movie. The cast, the lore, the history, the mythology. It's going to be amazing. And I agree. I agree. I think people are going to go, holy crap, this is cool. Because, I mean, it's lesser known. 
Um, so they can kind of mix and match and change and do what they want with it. They've already done that. They changed, they gender swapped characters. They racial swapped characters. They're doing kind of whatever they want with it, with keeping, uh, the, the plot. Well, not the plot, but like the, the shell of the Eternals, but, Oh, this movie is going to be amazing. It's going to be phase fours. I couldn't agree more. It's going to be phase fours Avengers. Um, this movie is going to blow people out of the water and I cannot wait for it. Yeah, Brian, I'm more excited for it right now than I was last year. Like last year, it wasn't even near my list and we'll talk about honorable mentions in a second, but it's actually number 11. Okay. Um, I, I don't have it as high. It would be in my top three, top five. I don't know where exactly if I have seen something from it. I, I think the cast is ridiculous. You got, I, I think Richard Madden is one of the most hidden gems that people don't know how good he really is. Um, if you've never seen, uh, oh God, what's the name? Um, Bodyguard on Netflix. Watch Bodyguard. Watch Bodyguard. You'll know what Richard Madden's all about. But I think this is going to be Kevin Feige really able to like embrace like we can do whatever we want here. Like, like we can really do whatever we want. Plus I've heard incredible things about Chloe Zhao who is directing this film. I've heard insanely good things about her. And so I, I just can't wait to see uh, just even a first trailer. Yeah. Her movie is getting, that's already it. She's already done with it. It's getting a lot of Oscar attention, right? I yeah. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, I mean, listen to this cast. Kit Harrington's playing black Knight. Kamal Nanjiani, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, uh, Gemma Chan, Ma Dong Siok. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Um, and Barry Ke Keoghan from uh, Dunkirk. Barry Keegan. Barry Keegan. Yeah. Uh, some Hayek. It's insane. Apparently, as much as Brian, people, or uh, Gio, you're muted. Sorry. And people roll their eyes. He didn't do a bad job, but Harry Styles is supposed to be in it at some point. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, it's this movie is going to be insane. I am. Well, I heard it span like a lot of. It's time. basically going to span like the creation of the universe to now, because these characters are mythical beings that were came out through humanity that people worshipped as gods that have like Athena who Angelina Jolie, the Greek goddess, they interpreted her as a god, which we know that she's not. She's just a Marvel, like the Marvel type character, but her lore has pa been passed on. Same with some highest character, my Mayan uh, goddess. Like, it's going to be so Yeah, I've been getting more and more excited because this is basically Kevin Feige, the Marvel's version of like, I don't know, like Greek mythology type, yeah, thing, but like a like a, I think it's gonna be a lot bigger of a movie than I thought it was. Like meeting like epic scale. Yeah, like it's it's, uh, it's I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, um, I would say this is this is phase four the new well outside of um oh yeah, land that's what it is outside of the Infinity Saga. This is. This is the the risk taker, as you will, like Guardians was, um, with the unestablished characters and whatnot. But I mean, you know, it's going to be good with that cast. Like, 
I, I just I trust Kevin Feige with with anything. Gio, are you excited for Eternals? Oh hell yeah, dude! Um, the concept art that was uh, shown online of all them in their outfits and whatnot—it wasn't official, but my god, did it look beautiful? The cast, the ensemble, incredible! I can't wait. Like I said, it would be higher on my list. Uh, I agree with Jake. If I had seen. Uh, we probably will. Maybe Super Bowl. We'll see something. But um, yeah, definitely. We won't see anything until Black Widow comes out. I'll say really? that right now. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yep. Yeah, it kind of sucks because we this movie should have been out already in November, yeah. and it just yep. has. All right, cool. Well, let's just do our honorable mentions really quick. Our 15 through 11, and then we'll do the consensus list. So my uh, 15 through 11 was uh, Death on the Nile at number 15. Uh, Fast and Furious 9 at number 14. So this movie called Old, it's the next M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. And I, look, I was disappointed with uh, with Glass. But I like, um, what was the one before that? The Split. Uh, I love Split, and I loved The Visit. See, oh, I I this like The Visit and old M. Night Shyamalan. I'm rooting for him. I want him to do well. So that's one number 13. Um my number 12 is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I'm stoked for that movie. I don't care what anybody says. And my number 11 is Eternals. Um, I, I almost put Eternals over Halloween Kills. And after this discussion, I, I might move it. But also Shang-Chi, I, it wasn't on the list I was looking on. So it should be on my list somewhere. Um, but Geo, uh, 15 through 11 real quick. Number 15 is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I mean, Carnage, baby. About time. And it's rated R. Andy Circus directing. Hell yeah. Number 14 is Free Guy. Um, last year I had this like at number three or four, but you know, the year delay. Um, number 13 is The Matrix 4. Got a good feeling about that. This could be special. Number 12, I have The Eternals. And number 11, I have Black Adam. Hell yeah, it's coming out this year. It's going to be <laughs> badass. That DC fandom concept art and the cast so far. Mm-hmm. If you believe that, it would have been in your top 10. All right, number 15 for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, number 15 for me is Mortal Kombat. Uh, number 14 is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, 13 is Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. <clears throat> number 12 is Raya and the Last Dragon, um, a Pixar movie that could end up being uh, one of the best ever made for that for that company. Or di- is that Disney movie? Disney movie, excuse me. Um, and then number 11 is Spider-Man 3. Awesome. Brian? Uh, I had Justice League at 15, but then Jake bullied me into picking something else. So I picked that. Is such a lie. No, no surprise. That is such a lie. Um, No surprise. 14 is Fast 9. 13 is Don't Breathe 2. Uh, 12 is The King's Man. And 11 is Black Widow. Um, Real quick, before we get to our consensus list, uh, I just received a text that I actually have Keith's top 10. Oh, yeah. What the heck? Uh, He just got home, um, so I have his top 10. Let me go ahead and read these off for us real quick. All right. For Keith Barnes, coming in at number 10, No Time to Die. Number 9, The Suicide Squad. Number 8, Spider-Man 3. Number 7, Top Gun Maverick. Number 6, A Quiet Place 2. 5, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Number 4, Last Night in Soho. Number 3, The Matrix 4. Number 2 is Dune. And number one, oh my god, that stupid Sopranos movie. Many Saints of Newark. I knew it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and because I just got that, because I just got that, our rankings changed drastically. Um, they they changed drastically, and I will put a graphic up this of this up on social media probably on Thursday uh, of our official individuals and then our consensus. But here's how it shakes out. So the five movies that missed the cut at the fifth is this with or without Keith? This is with Keith. Okay. The five movies that missed the cut: Matrix Four at fifteen, Black Widow at fourteen, Mortal Kombat at thirteen, Last Night in Soho at twelve, and Shang Chi and, and Legend of the Ten Rings at number eleven. Ah, oh, that didn't even make it. So those are all of our our official honorable mentions of going into twenty twenty one. Um, G, I'll tell you right now, sixteen was the <laughs> Snyder Cut. Um, Number 10. He bullied me. <laughs> number 10. Prove it. It, wow. it wouldn't have changed. It wouldn't have changed anything. Um, number number 10. Officially, number 10 coming in with 24 points uh, is A Quiet Place 2. Okay. Number 9 coming in with 25 points is Godzilla versus Kong. Number 8 coming in with 27 points. And the save by Keith Barnes is The Many Saints of Newark. Wow. Uh, number 7. Coming in with 33 points um, is Eternals. Uh, number six with 37 points is Mission Impossible 7. Number five coming in 39 points is Spider-Man 3. Number four with 48 points, so a big jump there, uh, Top Gun Maverick. And then our top three are the only three films on the list that all five of us had on our list. Are the only three films out of all the movies we had th we had uh 30 movies mentioned in our lists they're the only three that all five of us agreed on well, um no everyone had top gun right uh no jacob jacob didn't have it in his 15 first saying cheat now top gun <laughs> um okay so coming in at 50 points um ranking it at number three uh, is the Suicide Squad. James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. At least one DC movie made it. Coming in with 55 points, No Time to Die, The Final Ride for Daniel Craig, and number one with 63 points, Eternal. just almost a sweep, is Denis Villeneuve's Dune. Wow. I gotta win, baby. I gotta win. Two of our top three from last year are still in the top three. <laughs> yeah. Tenet was the only one that was, I think Tenet was our number one last year. Which, which I still haven't watched. I still haven't watched either. <laughs> I, lo I love a good meme that people keep putting out. That's like how he intended to watch it. Did you see the iPod? iPod Nana. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Um, well, there it is, guys. Our, our our top 10. And again, I'll put out graphics on Thursday of our official list. But um, hopefully we get to see all these this year. Because it's, it's a jam-packed season of movies if we do. God, I can't. Fun. I don't know about you guys, but I love the hour and a half show if we as long as we can keep it under an hour and a half <laughs> it was a big topic and and yeah. to everyone watching and commenting thank you guys it yeah this is, this is the reason why we wanted to do one show because the comments and the interaction is like a key and important to us and so uh as long as you guys keep coming back uh we'll, we'll keep out putting shows like this and if you guys have topics or ideas for us shoot them out to us we'd love to do them absolutely yeah. rankings like rankings or, or or draft ideas anything like that just just let us know this has been the most normal topic type thing we've done like in a year. It like, has been a long time. Yeah. Very long time. It was super fun. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Apocalypse Now. Again, I'm Jacob. That's Geo, Brian, and Jake. We really appreciate you guys watching. And please, if you haven't already, 
please subscribe to Apocalyx Movies. Leave us a like or a comment. Um, let us know what your lists are if you're catching this at a later time. And again, shoot us some ideas. We're always looking for some cool, fun things to do on the show. Don't forget to go vote on Keith's poll. Yes. Yes. Vote Thank on. you, Brian. Great call. Great call. Watch. That is a great call. And also check us out on any audio platforms. Get yourself a cool t-shirt like this at T Public. Those descriptions are in uh, the video description below. And also, please don't forget to check out Marvel We Rewind this upcoming Friday. Our the Vision of WandaVision, which I'm more and more excited for, like as the days go by. And uh awesome. So thanks. Uh, real quick, I do want to say. Um, I I wanted to point this out. Netflix has a crap ton of movies coming out yeah. that we just, it's hard to rank Netflix movies in these because the trailers don't come out until like a week or two before they actually drop. Yeah. And so um, we will definitely be covering all of those Netflix movies because they include major stars. So look out for reviews and reactions and all that type of stuff on the channel for this year. And again, Gio, do you want to tell them where they can find you online and where your other shows and things like that? Uh yeah, uh you guys can find me on Twitter at Grey Goose Jedi. Grey Goose like the alcohol Jedi. I'm gonna have to trademark that so nobody takes that idea. <laughs> and uh again, you guys can check out my interview I did with Sean O'Connell, uh, author of the upcoming book released the Snyder Cut, where he documents the entire movement. A lot of fantastic stories about people who supported the movement, who were largely a part of that. A lot of great personal stories. You guys can find that on my YouTube channel. The Fandom United podcast. Look at that incredible graphic that Jake did. Thank you again, sir. Sean, thank you again. You're a very awesome guy, very caring guy. And uh, yeah, that's it. Can I just say I love the fact that he has Marvel posters in the background? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, he shoots his podcast in, in, in that room, Marvel. And DC, all of his stuff is in the living room. So oh, okay. uh, real quick to Rachel's comment. Um no, unfortunately not. Uh, there wasn't enough for us to didn't go off kind of. of. Didn't we kind of did that? We picked the best movies we like. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah we did. I that. mean, maybe maybe we'll come up with some different categories, but there was such little options last year. It's hard to hard to gauge it. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Um, well, Jake, where can they find you outside of Apocalypse now? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Qui-Gon Jake. Um, it, it, two ends because someone else did before I did. Brian and I are on a certain point of view for the Schmodown. Um, you know, we're doing weekly stuff on weekly. Uh, we actually are nominated for podcast of the year over there. So if you want to, uh, the show is live on Friday, 4 PM Pacific on the Schmodown network channel. Um, and you can see if we end up taking home that award, uh, and then here all the time, guys, uh, is my home for podcasting and, uh, Fridays are going to be fun with one division and look out for Friday. Cause it might be a little earlier than normal because of that award show, but all four of us will be here to talk that trippiness. That is one division. Awesome. And Brian, where can they find you, man? Wherever Jake is, is pretty much right. <laughs> <laughs> On Jake's Twitter handle, just find Brian. Yeah, uh, yeah. well, definitely. Um, well, I'm Jacob Barley. You can find me on Twitter at Jacob Barley824. But I also do, for if anybody cares, I do a Power Rangers podcast. Uh, I'm switching the days to Wednesdays. Every Wednesday, it's called Off the Grid, a Power Rangers podcast. You can find that on YouTube. What's tomorrow? Are you doing one tomorrow? Yes, I am doing one tomorrow. Uh, right. My first new Wednesday show. Oh, my new favorites. I review the comics every time a new issue comes out. Mighty Morphin number three comes out. There's some exciting, exciting stuff going on in the Power Rangers comics right now. So come check it out if anybody's a fan of that kind of stuff. Um, and I really appreciate it. And again, thank you all for watching. We will see you all next week. 
Till then, take care.